Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the uh, Today's Issues program. We've got 25 more minutes here. I'm Tim Wildman with Ed Vitagliano and Steve Paisley Jordan. Jordal. Yes, sir. How you doing, Brother Steve? I'm well. So, I'm well. It's a Paisley tie Paisley day. Paisley tie. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Ed, before the break, you, you had a uh, chemistry high school story? High school. And chemistry. it better be good because... Listen, an audience I thought everything. Fred's staying after Fred the, right. the story. We all want to hear this. It's not that good, all right? <laughs> that, now the pressure's really starting to build. I was just talking about my high school chemistry teacher, uh, 11th grade, I think, uh, Mr. Bernier. And we nicknamed him Bunsen Bernier. Uh, again, not to his face. And he was my uh, – I was on the debate team in high school for four years. He was my debate, uh, uh, coach. debate team coach. But I noticed in chemistry class, because you really have to do all these experiments, and you'd have to write up these reports, and it was so boring. And I noticed that during class, while we're doing experiments, he's at his desk flipping through these reports. And I told one of my buddies, it's probably shocking for our listeners, but I was a bit on the mischievous side (laughs) in high school, okay? I was kind of daring. And I told one of my buddies, I said, He's not reading these reports. I am not going to waste my time writing these reports. So what I started doing is I started start off with the paragraph the way you would, and then I would just write just gibberish. I would just write words, and then I'd throw in a sentence about something, and I did that for for one or two reports. That that was a lot of work itself. Well, it, it it was better than actually learning something. But you were showing to your buddies that he wasn't really reading the paper. He's not reading it. And so the next day, after I, the second time I did it, he's going through, and he stops, and he looks over his glasses at me, <laughs> and then he starts going through it, and then gave me the crooked finger. Come up here. <laughs> and he was going to flunk me for, uh, for uh, all those reports, and, and my dad would have killed me for messing around, and I, I begged him. I beg him, please. <laughs> my dad will kick me off the debate team. <laughs> right, right. Did, did he give you a break? He did. He told yeah. me I had to go rewrite all the reports. Ooh, when well, you asked then. him, when you asked him to forgive you and to, to let you go, did you say, "Oh, would you please forgive me?" But she didn't make it. Oh, she didn't make it. <laughs> yeah, no, uh-uh. no, all that kind of stuff. So, but it was it was one of those surreal moments where because I was watching him, and yeah. it was one of those surreal moments where he he had those glasses and he looked over mm-hmm. them at mm-hmm. me, and I thought, "Oh man, what was I thinking?" So that that was my chemistry. My one I had, a, foray into, I had sort of a uh, thank you, Fred, for the look on, for the, story. The, the look of disappointment on Fred's face as he leaves. I got to tell. No, that was a good story. Um, <laughs> I, I had a similar type story uh, when I was in ninth grade <clears throat> algebra. This first year of algebra for us back yeah. then. I don't know when. I think they give algebra to what kindergartners now i don't know i, I doubt um, well you're right they've probably been yeah anyway anyway in china uh, <laughs> yeah china right yeah. um so our algebra teacher <clears throat> she uh made us come to the board oh yeah in front of the whole class yeah work problems oh that was out. common yeah across the country oh yeah work problems i was i was not expecting it you know what i'm saying yeah and so but the but she would 
put two or three people up there to work two or three different problems simultaneously. Now it's a race. Yeah, but uh, that hurt my self-esteem <laughs> greatly. That's a micro Because I would always right get beat. By, the other two would get through before yeah. I... But there's That's two. Bad. There's not your thing. But there's two. There's there's two things to that story. Who gets done first? But then who has the right answer? And Tim, so well, they were wrong. Tim lost. Right. <laughs> Ed's right. I was over two right there, Steve. <laughs> not a good batting average. But uh, you did have the advantage of, uh, well, if it's if you want to consider it that, it's also a disadvantage of stepping back. Yeah. From your problem your board problem yeah so that you could look at the other two people <laughs> to see how they're doing it right you know see if you can figure it out mm-hmm. yeah now, you had to be sort of inconspicuous about that that's semi-cheating yes but not really because you know you're just observing yes and trying to you're, you're trying to figure out am i doing this the same way yeah but the problem again you don't know are they doing it right to steve's point right you only if you start copying what they're doing, only to find out they've done it wrong. You don't copy off dead, uh, uh, yeah, dead people. <laughs> Not either. They were alive. Off dumb people. <laughs> dumb people. You don't. Yeah. Copy. My my algebra teacher in high school. Her name was Mrs. Luttrell, and let's just say that she was toward the end of her teaching career. She was <laughs> she was elder, on the elder side. Try to get her twenty five years in. She literally years. fell asleep at the chalkboard, standing writing one time. What? Yeah, standing, standing up. There, standing, standing up on her like feet. a horse. Yes, <laughs> and she's writing, and you could see the chalk trail off. Just oh my goodness. It, Home is literal. You're kidding. No. Fell asleep doing a standing up is doing that's a, an accomplishment. Doing an algebra problem in front of the board. Yeah. Wow. I know. I think that deserves to be recognized. Well, not I think it would have to said, I think it would have to be posthumous at this at this point. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. was a long oh, you time think ago. She's long gone? Well, this was in nineteen seventy seven, seventy six, and if she was if she's alive, wherever she is, she's asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Stephen. All right. Uh, I want uh, to give you guys example number one of why the liberal media never has conservatives on. You know, Fox News, you'll see they bring on Democrats and have a little bit of a debate sometimes. Uh, But have you ever seen a Republican on MSNBC, a a real one? uh, I don't watch MSNBC, but I would assume it's rare. This is why. Uh, I set this up. This is the Joy Reid show. And she had Florida Congressman Byron Daniels on. Is it now, Donalds? Don, uh, Donalds. Byron Donald. uh, Donalds, yes. Byron Donalds from Florida. I think he's from Jacksonville area. Well, now let me just give you a little bit of background on Mr. Donalds. Before entering politics, he worked in finance, insurance, and banking. Uh, he was elected to Congress. Um, he got his, he'd earned a degree from Florida A&M in, in finance and marketing. So he knows economics. I want you to hear him make an assertion. So I have him talking with Congressman Byron, uh, with um, with Joy Reid, and then we have some commentary at the end from Jack Nicholson. This is cut 14. My friend Jody Arrington, who's going to chair budget, he wants to look into the budget and also look into entitlements. Do you know that Social Security is going to be insolvent in 2035? It is not going to be. That yes, is not true. Will. That, that is, is actually not true. No, it's actually not true. Now, Joy, it's actually not true. Professional. It's actually not true. But it's actually not true. The financial community. I am That's actually not true. Social Security will go insolvent. That's actually not true. Those are the facts. That's not true. Should we not prepare for that? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Yeah. 
You can't have it. You know what? Jack Nicholson may be a closet conservative. I just I don't know. care if she's right. <laughs> okay, which she's not. Um uh, he, he knows of what he's ta- <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. Now but the way she's treated him right there was uh, you're not going to get very many guests to come back on if you're going to treat no. people. Well, like I don't that. think she wants a whole lot more of those kind of guests. Yeah, why so. did you even have any guests? Because she <laughs> just ran over him every time he said something. Yeah. That was half the clip. The other part of him was saying that if they had privatized Social Security and based it on the S&P, it would have given a better return than uh, the, the government is giving, to which she says, oh, so you're for privatizing you're for privatizing uh, Social Security. He says, no, I'm not for it, but that's the fact that it would have He was making, a, po- he was making, he was making a, point. a point of fact. And he, he had to give up his trading license to, to enter Congress. Um, and, and she said, oh, no, you're for it. You just said you're for it. No, I'm not really. No, you're for it. Okay, yeah. moving on. You're for it. I wouldn't go back on her show. Golly. She had like I, 17 viewers across the country. I know. Huh? And most half of those are family members. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Why don't you? I, I don't understand. I, I just I don't understand that. Why don't you allow your guest to speak? And if you have contrary right. facts, you just have a conversation. I don't understand why right. MSNBC won't won't do that. Joy Reid is she's unhinged yeah. as far as uh, conspiracy theories. She's racist to the core. Um, it's amazing. Well, next story, uh, Steve. And I, let me just say this: I, 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 this is coming from someone who used to watch Crossfire. You guys remember Crossfire? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. back on in the CNN. day. And I, I liked that show because there was a lot of back and forth. But it got to the place where there was so much yelling over one another that you, you just, you, I couldn't understand what anyone was saying. Right. I stopped watching it. So why would I? Why would I? Even if I was a liberal, why would I watch a show like that where the host? Is not even going to. I mean, that's just noise. That's just yeah. aggravating noise. And that, boy, we get enough of that during the day. That's on the host. Yes. Oh, right, yeah. right thing. Absolutely. Go ahead. All right. Um, if you want to be a teacher in Minnesota, you better toe the line, the uh, woke CRT uh, sexual deviancy line. You got to do it. And because the state of Minnesota's teacher licensing board, uh, starting in 2025, is going to require. All aspiring teachers, under their standards of effective practice, to commit to affirming various diverse perspectives on race, culture, language, sexual identity, and ability. In order to be licensed, you have to be pro-LGBT and you have to push CRT. Not only that, the licensing board said in a statement that education departments at all colleges and universities must document their fulfillment of the new standards or else have their program certifications rescinded by Minnesota's Professional Educator Licensing Standards Board. Well, this is what we were talking about during, uh, I think it was the last segment, about the tendency of these radical leftists. It, oh, I think Abe was making, Abraham Hamilton III was making it, and we all, we're all in agreement that the these statist, left-wing, radical progressives this is what they want. They want absolute control, and I think we were talking about the gas stoves and all that. They, they want absolute control over everyone's life. I hope that uh, the state gets sued just by hundreds and thousands of people. I don't see how this is constitutional, but I also don't know what the solution is for this kind of garbage except for um, – 
educational freedom, school choice, okay, starting at the lower levels of the education system where you say, parents, we're giving you X number of dollars, whatever it is you spend per student at a state, we're giving that to the parent. The parent then makes a decision about where they're going to spend that so that they can start giving their money to schools that don't push this baloney. And not just baloney, it's harmful. Uh, and that's the only thing that's going to change what happens in uh, in the educational in co- colleges and universities, in, in the uh, teacher schools, teacher colleges. is That's the only thing that's going to change that because the money will go away from this woke uh, – ideology and it'll go to where uh to places where teachers unions don't have the power that they have now uh and you know maybe alternate certifications for teachers and schools that's the only thing that's going to break this stranglehold because that which you just described in minnesota that's going to pop up in every blue state I, I you just folks i'm just making the prediction if it's not already there yeah, and this is the first I've heard of this kind of uh, drastic, draconian uh, measures being foisted on the educational system. You got to break that. You got to break that stranglehold, and the and the and the only way to do it is the money. Yeah. Well, this is the problem. Um, I just ran across this statistic, which kind of blew my mind the other day. Uh, Ohio State University, they have 132. Full-time administrators who focus on nothing but diversity, equity, and inclusion. That, 132. Which you just said. I think in most states – now, this has been 10 years since I've read this. It's probably gotten worse. In most states I, – I, I'm trying to remember. Again, this is a decade ago. I'm not sure that this is on the college level or this is on uh, the public school level. Half the budget is administration. Half the budget. So when, when people say, well, you need to pay teachers more, fine, then then stop being so top-heavy. Stop having, what did you say, 130-something? 130 132. 132. There's no way a college should have that many people dedicated mm. to that garbage. Ed, when you don't have to pay it, when it's all student loans, well, that's you true. can charge whatever you want for tuition. That's it's a that's racket. Happened. That's why that's happened. Did you say this <clears throat> This is Ohio State University? Yes, sir. And, they, and they're doing what now? They have... Uh, on their payroll, 132 diversity, equity, and inclusion um, administrators, mm-hmm. teachers. Uh, you, know what the, you know what, Steve? Ned, they would trade all that for, a national one, championship. Fi- one, for one field goal yes. <laughs> they would. Against, against Georgia. Huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's, Wouldn't they? That, that, that's absolutely true. Yeah. One field goal. Yeah, one field goal against Georgia. There's, there's a lack uh, of equity and inclusion in that uh, that kick there. Wow. Yep, there was. Uh, so, uh, next story, Steve. All right. We're moving uh, right along here. We are. We're, um, we're, been, we're seeing, we're conquering. Or what is that? We came, we conquered? Vinny Vidi Vici. About yeah, we story. came, we saw, we conquered. Yes. I came. I came, I saw, I conquered. conquered. That was Julius Caesar. Okay. In, uh, we in were, Gaul. He, 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 the he, Gaul of the man. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we have been. I have been wondering what the Republicans are going to do with regard to the January sixth committee because it it was a, a big orchestrated thing. There was no um, dissent. It was all choreographed. They had only the people they wanted to see. They showed only the videos they wanted to show. And I was wondering if when Republicans got there, would they continue the committee and put the people that they wanted on it, 
or would they just move on? Well, we found out what they're going to do. According to Matt Gates, and uh, we have this, he's talking about this. According to Matt Gates, they are going to release all of the information. Uh, there's videos, there's thousands of hours of videos that show what really happened to the Capitol, not just what the Democrats want you to see. Listen to Cut 10. Kevin McCarthy told us he's going to get the evidence out in front of the American people, and that means releasing the 14,000 hours of tapes that have been hidden that I think would give more full context to that day rather than the cherry-picked moments that the January 6th committee tried to use to inflame and further divide our country. So, yes, I do believe that part of this deal is a concession that we are going to get the truth out in front of the American people. You know, that, that um, what Matt Gates was just sharing about January 6th, this is going to be this could be quite a shakeup because there's going to be lots of video. This is what I've I've heard is out there of Capitol. Now, again, we've said before that a, a lot of what went on on that January 6th, 2020 was was not right. I mean, going into the speaker's office and taking things. OK, so setting that aside, but there were Capitol Hill police simply letting people come in and lots of videos and lots of people who weren't doing anything just looking around yeah Yeah. um it it was the and i this is going to have adam kinzinger and um uh, cheney uh, running for cover they're not going to know that whole that whole january 6th committee was such a farce yeah there was two republicans nancy pelosi uh, or whoever was adam schiff in charge of that who was Heading that up. That uh, Pelosi was the one who decided what Republicans would be on the committee. Yeah, it, it, she picked yeah. two anti-Trump Republicans, and that was it. Nobody was allowed to show anything that contradicted the narrative that the Democrats were spinning. Yeah, it wasn't uh, – Schiff was on it, but he wasn't the the uh, chairman. Okay. Um, I think that was Jamie Raskin maybe. I'm okay. not sure. Anyway. Mm. It was a farce, and we're about to see just how farcical it was. Although, yep. as always, you're not you're going to have to go to places like Fox News or American Family News to to get the true story because the regular mainstream media is not going to cover. Right? Did you say farcical? Farcical. I used it twice. A farce and farcical. Okay, that means. Uh... What does that mean? Is that what well, is that what Ray uses when he wants to ride 120 miles? Uses a farcical. Uh, uh, that was that was, that was pretty lamesicle. Yeah, uh, uh, Steve. But, well, farce is the but noun it was a good person. try on the on the on the, on the fly. Uh, farcical means it's a farce, it's, right? It's the adjective. Yeah, adjectival, adjectival version of. Wow, God. we are really we're, we're I've had showing our education today. Lots of diet coke today. There's no stopping me. All right, uh, you're listening to today's issues. Uh, that's the name of this show on the American Family Radio Network. Tim with Ed and Steve. Steve, continue, please. With- All right. Um, we are uh, seeing this surge at the border of migrants coming um, illegally. I've often wondered, because these people show up at the border after ostensibly having walked from, like, El Salvador all through Mexico to the United States, and some elderly people, how can you, I, I don't know that I'd be able to walk that far, and certainly when I got there, I wouldn't have the energy to swim across the Rio Grande. How are they doing this? Well, it turns out that the United Nations is helping. To the tune of millions of dollars, the United Nations is providing cash and debit cards. Uh, about uh, one uh, migrant was given $300 a month 
and is also free boarding and free food on the way up. And so the UN is giving this pro, these uh, money to these migrants to cross our border illegally. They're supporting the, the caravans on the way up. The United Nations. The United Nations. Now, <clears throat> tell me, Steve, where yes. does the United Nations get its money? Well, Member I, nations, obviously. I think I provide a very, very small sliver of it because – Doesn't the U.S. provide like US 40% or yeah, something a, of the budget? A, a large majority of the, the money from the so, U.S. So whatever the percentage is, it's, it's large, the, the U.S. portion of it. That comes from taxpayers – so in a very bizarre turn of events, U.S. taxpayers are at least in part paying for these debit cards to be given to people who are invading the nation. The United States remains the largest donor to the United Nations in 2020. It contributed more than $11 billion to the uh, organization to give a percentage based in New York. Was I far off? Um, anyway. You were farcical off, Ed. Far- 12%. Only 12%? 12% of the regular budget and 26% of the peacekeeping budget. Okay. So. All right. All next, right. Next story. Good news. Uh, we've been trying to follow a little bit about DeMar uh, Hamlin. Yes. And uh, he was sent back from Cincinnati to Buffalo two days ago to be in the hospital. Well, today he was released from the hospital in That's Buffalo incredible. and will be recovering at home. We're talking about 10 days, basically, right? Yeah, about that. 10 days since he was injured? Remember there were there were there were people talking about the fact that he was might be dead, may, might be brain dead and being kept alive. Nine <clears throat> minutes, yes, of CPR on the field. Uh, yeah. uh, listen uh, now, from his response, I, I don't. Uh, at one point where he seemed to take God's name in vain, I have no idea where he's at spiritually with God. But I got to tell you, this is one of the most dramatic moments where i you just look at what happened and you think so many people were praying mm-hmm. for this man how else do you really explain yeah his recovery now obviously if you if you're an atheist you say well easy it's a it's a coincidence but uh you know what sometimes coincidences happen when you pray i, I use that you know yeah quotes coincidences <clears throat> it, it very happy helps. that he's his yeah. life's it also helps spare. very fit athletes fit people will probably will recover Faster from trauma. Yeah, I remember right. when I was uh, uh, just into college, I wasn't that necessarily that fit, but I was a lot more fit than I am now. And I had knee surgery, and I was supposed to be on crutches for like two or three weeks. Two days. I yeah. got rid of the crutches, and it just your body just heals better. Right. Mr. Hamlin graduated from a Catholic high school in Pittsburgh and has spoken occasionally of his faith. I feel like God's talking to me, he told a reporter in 2021, referring to his charitable work. I really feel that that is what my purpose, what he put me here for. Well, good for him. Listen, I, 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 yeah. I hope he, whatever his, you know, relationship with God is, I hope it grows, uh, his relationship with mm-hmm. God and Christ. I hope it continues to grow, and I hope this moment in his life proves to be even more life-changing than it is in terms of how much he gives back. Amen. Well, <clears throat> and with that, it's going to be 71 degrees this afternoon. Is that right? be yeah. a shame to spend it indoors. I don't think I'm going to be able to have the conviction <laughs> to stay at the office. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying, Tim. I'm going to go hunt birdies. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't suggest go. you do it in Monterey, though, as I showed Duly you. Duly noted. Yeah. Yeah. 
California. It's different than going snipe hunting. Yes, or going deer hunting like my sons do. <laughs> uh, all right. Have a great afternoon, everybody. See you back here tomorrow.